What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 107 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, before I get to today's question from JR, I'm actually really excited to mention this brand new company and actually new sponsor to the show that is Swiftly.com. This is a new service from the guys at 99designs for your small design jobs. So for just a flat fee of $19, they'll match your small design project or small design job with a professional graphic designer and complete it in less than an hour. How awesome is that? I mean, super fast turnaround time for graphic design is nothing that exists out there right now. So this is so cool. And you also get 100% money back guarantee if you aren't happy with the final result. So if you have any quick changes to your logo that you need done, maybe some social media creative like Facebook covers or Twitter backgrounds or Google Plus backgrounds, maybe if you'd like a banner ad design or something like that, Swiftly.com will take care of it for you for just $19. So check it out, swiftly.com slash ask. That's how they know that you came from the show, and that would be awesome. Swiftly.com slash ask. Now, let's get to today's question from JR. Hi, Pat. My name is JR. I have a podcast on scholarships and financial aid for parents and their uh, college-bound teens at collegemoneyman.com. Now, I've been doing a podcast for the last couple of years, and I have some loyal subscribers, but I'm really trying to increase my listener base. So i trying to figure out what were the three top things that you did to help increase your listener base um, when you first started to help accelerate your growth. I publicize every podcast several times through the week through Twitter and Facebook and Google plus I have, uh, uh, I've done guest postings and I've uh, tried to interview people that I felt would also link to my content on their own site. What did you do that helped accelerate your growth? Thanks. JR, thank you so much for the question. And I want to be fully upfront with you. When I started my podcast, I already had a large audience on my blog. So that is one thing that helped me. And I'm not going to count that toward the three things because I know for many people out there, when they start a podcast, they don't necessarily have a large audience like I did. And that definitely helped launch the, the podcast and got some exposure for it and got people talking about it, of course. Um, and a lot of people don't start with that. So I'm going to go back uh, even before that, when I first started my main business at greenexamacademy.com. There's a lot of things I did there that helped me go from nothing to something that will help anybody no matter what platform they're on. And these are the three things I want to talk about. So the first thing, and this is a, th- a thing I think we all know about, but we may not consciously pay attention to it as much as, much as we should, and that is producing content that is actually useful. And I'm not saying, JR, that you don't create useful content. There is, of course, anything we talk about we want to think of as useful. But I, I, I'm talking about things that are, you know, th- we're, we're talking about major pains in people's lives that, that absolutely need a solution. And we are providing those solutions. Other people might call this epic content. Stuff that just blows people away with the value that you're providing, but just how incredibly helpful it is. And when I first started my business at, at, at inthelead.com, which then later changed to greenexamacademy.com, all of the content was just that. It was stuff that people weren't talking about anywhere else that they absolutely needed help with. And I knew what, what my audience needed help with because I was actually my own target audience. I was creating a website to help people pass this exam in the architecture industry. 
an exam that I took myself for that and, and was studying for myself. So I knew exactly what everybody was going through and understood exactly what was going in through the minds of my target customer, or my target audience, because I was going through those same things. So I just provided, I provided them with everything that I wish I had in a way that just blew myself away. Um, and, and I wanted to blow other people's minds with it too. So the other part about that along the same lines is it was absolutely free. And because of that, it was shared it just made a huge impact on people. People remembered who I was and what the site was about, and they just spread it like wildfire. And even companies that were related to the industry, not just people, but companies were linking to the pages of resource as well. So you want to try and do what you can to become the ultimate resource and talk about topics that are maybe not, not I mean, maybe they're talked about elsewhere, but just in a way that just, you know, where it's obvious that you know you know what you're talking about and there's no other place to get information like it. So that's the first thing. I created epic content that wasn't talked about anywhere else that was completely helpful and was absolutely free. Secondly, and this is a really interesting thing that I think um, you know it, a lot of people do, but they don't realize they're doing it sometimes, is I became a forum authority leader. Now, what does that mean? When I started this business, uh, I was actually very active in a forum related to this industry, this architecture industry. And a lot of people had questions about this exam that I created a site about. And so I went into these forums and I would reply to every single question about this exam. And I wouldn't even pitch anything. I wouldn't men- even mention my website. It just became something I became known for. I became known as this expert in the lead industry as somebody who was very active in these forums. You know, if you're the first to reply to any question about this particular topic in a forum, you start to become an expert in it. I mean, not just in your eyes, I mean, because you're the one um, sort of answering the questions as the authority leader, but in the eyes of everybody else watching. And, you know, there might be threads and forums and, and, and a string of comments that are only 10 posts, for example, but you might not have any idea of how many people are reading that. And those things are SEO optimized as well sometimes. So people will publicly look for those same questions and see your answer there. Well, they're going to be interested in you because you'll be the authority leader. And that that's what I became over time. It maybe took about four or five months of just constantly answering questions. But everybody was like, oh, if you have a question about lead, ask Pat. Uh, that's funny, but I, sorry, confusing with the name of the show, but that's what they would say. And uh, I would just have underneath my messages in a little signature area was just a little link to my website nothing no hard selling or anything and that's how I became known and uh, that's that's where a lot of I got a lot of my traffic from was becoming this authority leader on this platform where it was obvious that I was somebody who knew what they were talking about related to this industry and then thirdly and I, I think this was the most important and especially for this industry which is very technical was I was personable I became a person to people who were visiting my website or who saw me on the forums. I was somebody who everybody knew by name. You know, a lot of people around this time, especially, were trying to do what they could to look like a big brand, to look like a a business. They had fancy letterhead and fancy corporate-looking logos. And me, I just had like a hand-scribbled thing and a sort of not a very good-looking website, but my personality was in it. And I connected really deeply with those who were on the site about the, about this technical exam. Like you wouldn't think that people would start to befriend somebody who owns one of these types of sites and about an exam. But I mean, I, I can't tell you the countless number of emails that I got from people saying, hey, Pat, thank you so much, Pat. Thank you for this. 
bless you, Pat, like things like that for helping people pass this exam. And uh, it was interesting because the United States Green Building Council, this was several months after I came out with my own study guide for this exam, they came out with their own exam well, as or exam prep material as well. And they are the company that administers this exam. Uh, so I actually freaked out at first. I was like, why would people buy from me, Pat Flynn, just a random guy who took this test, as opposed to the company who actually writes the questions? But what I found out was more people started to lean my way. I actually sold more when their guide came out. For one, their guide was much more expensive. And, but secondly, you know, who would you rather get test information from? Pat Flynn, somebody who had taken that exam before and put their heart and soul into this blog to help other people and talks about every experience and every pain that we've all been through together or the United States Screen Building Council owned by who knows who, right? Like nobody knows their name. It's just a company. So people were leaning my way and they really appreciated the fact that they could learn from somebody who had already taken the exam, who they could call by name, who they could email if they had if they had any questions and who would respond. So I think that was another important thing. So that those are three things that helped me build my audience when I got first when I first got started. Now in terms of my podcast, now even though I had an audience already, my podcast did grow quite a bit and it 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 did work for a lot of the same reasons actually. Um you know, even though I started sort of with an audience already, the growth was just beyond belief. And a lot of it was because, like I said before, I was producing content that wasn't being produced anywhere else. I actually, I, I literally took training to become better at, a, at speaking and, and communicating. So I, I was really focused on deliver, like delivering great quality content behind the microphone, um, but also in a way that was easy to listen to and just flowed nicely. Um, and I think I became somebody who people could just get to know as well you know that's where those intros come from the intros to each of my podcasts on smart passive income have a different random fact about me and people appreciate that i go to conferences now and people are like dude pat i was in the marching band too or dude pat like i'm i'm also afraid of spiders it's so funny we have that same thing or dude pat like my son watches nickelodeon all the time also you know just little random facts that might not seem like they have anything to do with business actually have everything to do with it because you're building a relationship with your audience so I think, uh, you know, JR, if you're just starting out, one of the best things you could do and focus on is building those relationships with your audience. And I think because you might just be starting out, that is actually your advantage is that you have the ability to reach out and make these deep connections that bigger brands, bigger podcasters won't be able to do. I can't possibly make a real connection with anybody anymore through a one-on-one conversation like I used to. I used to just, you know, everybody who emailed me, I would be able to respond to myself. I can't do that anymore. Uh, I would take the time to comment on other people's blogs and reach, reach out to as many people as I could on my blog to see what I could do better. But I can't do that anymore. But you can And you can show these people who come to your site or who listen to your podcast that you're somebody different, that you care and that you'll take the time to listen to them. And then that's how you you build those super fans who are going to eventually just listen, not only subscribe and listen to every show and and, and, and leave ratings and and reviews and stuff like that, but they're going to share your show with everybody they know. So those are some things. And the last tip uh, in terms of podcasting is make sure you have your SEO down for your show, your iTunes uh, host name. Yes, your host name in addition to the title and also the description, can be used very effectively for SEO. So if you go into iTunes and look up blogging, for example, Smart Passive Income is the first one. So check out how, how I do it at Smart Passive Income. You don't want to keyword stuff, but you want to make things look natural because, of course, human beings are reading these things, but 
there are algorithms in play as well, and you want to make sure you take advantage of that uh, at the same time. So, JR, I hope that answers your question. I gave you a few more things than just three, which is what you asked for, but I want to give as much value as I can to you and uh, everybody else out everybody else out there listening. So JR, thank you so much. And Ask Pat T-shirts can be headed your way. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there from that website. And uh, finally, I want to also thank our awesome sponsors for today. This is swiftly.com. Once again, a new service coming from the guys at 99designs. Get your small design jobs fast for just 19 bucks, a completely flat fee for super fast turnaround time. And they say in less than an hour. However, their average turnaround time is currently under 35 minutes. And again, they pair you up with a professional designer who gets your job done in a quick manner. And uh, if you aren't happy with it, you get you get your money back. So how awesome is that? Business cards, vectorization. Maybe you have like a, like a, a PSD file or a Photoshop file that you need vectorized. Banner ads, photo retouching, logo changes, Facebook covers, uh, Twitter backgrounds, all that good stuff. Swiftly.com slash ask. Check them out. That'll let them know that you came from this show. Thank you so much. And as always, I'm going to end with a quote. Today's quote is from Seth Godin and his book, Tribes. He says, everyone is not just a marketer. Everyone is now also a leader. Without leaders, there are no followers. You're a leader. We need you. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.